Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health, their food. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Reflecting on this, I decided to follow her advice, and I noticed profound changes in my own dogs. Enhanced energy, healthier skin, and an overall younger demeanor. It's truly heartwarming to see them so vibrant and full of life. Go to badlandsfood.com hometown and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash hometown. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It was a day like any other. The morning of March 3rd was pleasant. Sunny, but not too sunny. Mary Crouch was outside her home in Bath County, Kentucky, making soap. With her hands immersed in the lye and water mixture, she was humming, oblivious of where this day would take her. Just as she was engrossed in her task, something from above splashed into her bucket, spilling the mixture all over her apron. It was no raindrop or even hail. She looked up and saw something she could only describe as chunks of meat falling from the heavens. She ducked and ran into the house, closely followed by her husband, Alan Crouch, who likened the object to snowflakes despite the stark contrast of this macabre event to any winter's tale they'd ever known. The Crouches weren't the only people to experience this event. The news spread like wildfire, and by dawn the next day, Olympia Springs was abuzz with curious souls. Locals, neighbors, and even travelers were drawn to this very surreal spectacle with one Harrison Gill treading the scene, inspecting the chunks of meat 
embedded in fences and strewn across the fields. His discerning eye deduced the meat's freshness at the time it fell to the earth. Was this a sign from God, or an experiment gone wrong by the American government, or something that was somehow even more sinister? Listener, in the ordinary canvas of life, there are moments so extraordinary, even scientists cannot explain them. The morning of March 3rd, 1876, is such a moment. Welcome back to Hometown History, where today we're examining the events of the Kentucky Meat Shower. Join me as we unravel the mystery and explore other instances where this event has occurred. Because this certainly wasn't an isolated incident. To Mr. and Mrs. Crouch, this bizarre event was nothing short of a divine sign. An omen sent by the heavens above. And they weren't alone in their astonishment. Word quickly spread across the Atlantic over to Europe. And oddly enough, the Crouches realized their little town wasn't the only one to experience this. Esteemed publications of the time, including Scientific American and the New York Times, couldn't resist delving into the mystery. Their columns meticulously described these peculiar samples. They reported that these pieces of meat were around 2 by 2 inches, all of them with barely an irregularity between them. This puzzled readers, scientists, and skeptics alike. Though one large piece extended to 4 by 4 inches, piquing further interest. A local enthusiastic reporter scoured the small town, collecting accounts about the mysterious occurrence from every corner. At the heart of the story were the Crouches. When the sky began to rain meat, Miss Crouch hurriedly took cover indoors. She estimated that a sizable amount, close to four gallons, of these strange meaty pieces had rained down. Later, when Mr. Crouch emerged from his house, he took a moment to assess the aftermath which spanned about an acre. The scene was eerie. Fences were splattered with what seemed like blood, and chunks of flesh clung to the thorny bushes, reminiscent of grotesque holiday decorations. Yet the macabre spectacle didn't deter the Crouch's animals. Their pigs, chickens, cat, and even the dog were seen munching on the meat, seemingly enjoying their unexpected feast. The family dog, however, didn't seem to fare too well when he fell sick a few weeks later. But what was it? Mr. Crouch managed to collect a number of samples 
and hand them off to Harrison Gill, who preserved them in alcohol. Whatever remained of the chunks were consumed by unsuspecting locals, like the 27-year-old butcher, L.C. Freibe, who told the Herald reporter, quote, Several people told me it was a dangerous experiment, but I told them that my constitution could stand as much of it as a rooster's or a cat's. But even the steel-stomached butcher decided he had to spit out the meat after chewing it a little, possibly because a kind of milky, watery fluid oozed out of it, according to him. A merchant named Joe Jordan also sped out his specimen, which smelled like a dead body, and leached brown mucus. Benjamin Franklin Ellington, a trapper, swore it was bear meat. This frenzy got to the point that the Herald correspondent tried to bribe a railroad worker, Jimmy Welsh, to sample a bite. Welsh agreed to do it for a dollar, but kept finding ways to put off the deed. First, he asked for side dishes, then demanded whiskey, and finally claimed he just wasn't hungry. When the correspondent raised the reward to $3, Welsh abruptly remembered that he couldn't eat meat because it was Lent. So, if butchers, preachers, and railroad workers couldn't solve the mystery... Maybe scientists could. Intrigued by the event, Leopold Brandis ventured to offer a theory. Leopold was a big name in the scientific community at the time, and his opinion, or his conclusions, would carry far more weight than anybody else's. He made a trip to Bath County to examine the substance and he confirmed that it was Nostoc, a kind of bacteria. This organism, when touched by raindrops, can transform into something with a clear, jelly-like consistency, often deceiving onlookers into believing it rained from the sky. But this would only make sense if it had already been raining in Bath County, which it wasn't. It was a sunny morning, which investigator Charles Ford pointed out to the community. But Leopold wasn't shaken by this. Unwavering for his quest for truth, he handed over meat samples to the Newark Scientific Association. Their analysis culminated in a startling revelation. A letter from Dr. Alan McLean Hamilton in the medical record revealed that the meat actually resembled lung tissue, similar to that of a horse or even a human infant. Further examination only confirmed these findings, revealing a medley of tissue types, muscle, lung, and cartilage. With so many different answers going around, the townsfolk were convinced the phenomenon was something entirely different. Many believed that some bird of prey, like a vulture or buzzard, regurgitated their meal 
and other birds, seeing the act, mimicked it too, just like humans would when they see others regurgitate. Dr. Louis D. Kastenbein endorsed this theory, given the variety of meat observed. It was known, after all, that vultures had the unsettling habit of vomiting both as a means of swift escape and as a defense. But across the Atlantic, just nine days after the event over Kentucky, the sky over London was painted red with the falling corpuscles, this time of a curious vegetable-like nature. Now, this couldn't be linked to flying birds of prey. Let's journey back through time. As odd as it might seem, red rains were not uncommon. Over the centuries, countless tales have spun of otherworldly showers, milk-hued drizzles, kaleidoscope rain, and even terrains painted with the crimson hue of blood. The skies have wept peculiar tears and earthbound waters have changed their colors, narrating tales of nature's whims and wonders. Venture back to 984 BC in Ireland, where stories speak of snow that bore the intoxicating taste of wine, painting the lands a blood red. Further back in time, in 715 AD, Ireland bore witness to miraculous showers of gold droplets, tasting of honey over a thin back, a shimmering cascade of silver upon Otham Moor, and an eerie rain of blood near the foss of Lagan. But it hardly ends there. Italy in 461 BC saw a phenomenon you'd only ever hear of in mythologies. A meat shower not unlike the one in Kentucky. But in a curious twist, any piece that remained untouched by the birds remained fresh. Forever. And then Rome, the heart of an empire, in 183 BC, experienced a two-day-long deluge of blood, casting its shade in the precincts of both Vulcan and Concordia. And, dear listener, this is only the tip of the iceberg. In 108 BC, the skies wept milk, not once, but twice. Only four years later, Lucania experienced a milky rain, while Luna was drenched in blood. These incredible accounts, sometimes intertwined with tales of peculiar flying ghosts and talking animals, would tempt the skeptical mind to dismiss them as mere folklore. Tales from a time when science hadn't yet cast its rational shadow. But in a world where each country is still isolated in its own culture, beliefs, religions, and fantasies, for there to be so much similarity between each other points not to delusion, but a pattern 
there have been over 80 tales of ruby showers, about 20 instances of waters assuming a blood-red hue, and a plethora of other tales of mysterious rains, from collared droplets to dark downpours. And these stories don't just lie centuries in the past. In the Indian state of Kerala, known affectionately to many as God's own country, saw an ungodly phenomenon in 2001. As a blood-red rain showered, the local populace gazed in wonder. Some concluded that perhaps desert dust or pesky fungal spores were the culprits. Yet, as scholars and scientists probed deeper into this atmospheric riddle, they were met with an enigma of cosmic proportions. Microscopic investigations revealed tiny, unidentified crimson cellular entities dancing in the raindrops. These cells mimicked human blood cells. But where did they come from? In a chilling discovery, scientists found that these minuscule red particles held from the vast expanse of the cosmos, birthed by a meteor's explosive eruption in our atmosphere on July 25, 2001. This cosmic ballet in the skies occurred mere hours before the first droplets of the blood-hued rain descended upon Kerala. Such a discovery beckoned a question. Could the endless void of space actually be home to objects that mimicked human cells? It's a vision so surreal, it borders on the fantastical. With such profound implications on the line, skepticism was inevitable. Occam's razor the principle suggesting the simplest explanation is often the correct one, whispered doubts into many an ear. Could the celestial origins of Kerala's scarlet rain merely be a twist of fate, a mere coincidence? For many, it was easier to question the experimental findings rather than confront the ridiculous notion of extraterrestrial origins for the rain. So, does this finding hold the answer to the Kentucky meat shower? And in a similar sense, does the rains of honey and wine also come down from comets? It's a ridiculous idea. And if it is the theory we're going with, we would also have to admit that frogs and fish can also rain down from comets. June 2009 Japan's Ishikawa Prefecture It's a serene morning, not unlike the one Miss Crouch was enjoying in Kentucky. But as the people were going about their routines, tadpoles, frogs, and fish rained down from the heavens. The origin of this aquatic airborne parade was a mystery, a terrifying one. One particularly alarmed farmer 
in Ishikawa found 13 Crucian carp, each about the size of a finger, scattered around his trunk. Those who were less terrified theorized that perhaps a waterspout had scooped up these water dwellers, launching them skywards. Meteorologists, though, remained skeptical, citing the absence of any significant wind activity. A similar event happened in 2022 in Chihuahua, Mexico, where security cameras captured the heart-stopping moment thousands of yellow-headed blackbirds descended in a dramatic and deadly plummet to the pavement. The sky had also generously gifted the land with jellies and spiders, further confusing both the locals and scientists. So, what was the cause of the Kentucky meat showers? We now know it's not the only case of its kind, but it remains a mystery. Some whispers in Bath County hinted that Miss Mary Crouch orchestrated the whole thing to get her husband to sell the farmland. The couple only laughed when the Herald journalist brought this up because Mr. Alan Crouch had already been contemplating selling this land for a while. Another wild guess from a local suggested that the mysterious meat rain was merely a balloonist lunch that had slipped away midair. Meanwhile, in labs, researchers came up with theories that were a tad less whimsical. J. Lawrence Smith, an esteemed chemist, speculated to the New York Times that the meaty downpour was dried frog eggs that had been lifted from ponds by strong winds. For those who had witnessed the downpour and the density of the material that fell, this theory was just as bizarre as the meat shower itself. The theory that remains strongest to this day is that of the vultures, having just migrated to Kentucky, regurgitating meat chunks from high altitudes. These birds, especially when under threat, have a nasty habit of throwing up. This isn't just their version of a defense mechanism. A lightened stomach also ensures a swifter escape. The only inconsistency in this take is that Miss Crouch insists the skies were clear that day. She never noticed a swarm of vultures big enough to blanket the sky and rain down regurgitated meat. It seems, though, that vultures can cruise at altitudes as high as 20,000 feet and have the ability to gobble down heaps of meat in no time. So, it's possible that these feathery creatures might have been too high to spot, but close enough to rain down their stomach contents. This theory might also explain why different people found that the different meat constituted different animals, leaving people unable to decide if it was beef, chicken, 
or something else altogether. They might have had various animals in their bellies. So what people tasted was a cocktail of different animals stewed in the acidic juices of vulture guts. Undoubtedly a ghastly dish. But, as with many mysteries, no answer seems truly satisfying. The possibilities are as vast and enigmatic as the skies themselves. Listener, the tales I've told you today span centuries across continents. They explore the complexities of our history, filled with bizarre events that defy understanding. And while we might now have more tools and knowledge at our disposal than our predecessors, the truth about events like the Kentucky Meat Shower still eludes us. Such mysteries remind us of our humble position in this universe. They beckon us to constantly question, to wonder, and to marvel at the strange intricacies of our world. And so... I invite you to speculate. Watch your theory. What strange connection or cosmic play might have been at work on that sunny day in Bath County, Kentucky? Thank you for joining me on this journey today and for delving into these enigmatic chapters of our shared hometown history. I look forward to our next exploration together. Thank you for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.